Okay, everybody, please come to a standing position. So take a, take a gander at your feet. Uh, place them hip-width distance apart. Lift and spread your toes before placing them down. So creating a conscious and broad foundation with the feet. Tilt your gaze to the horizon and let your shoulders relax onto the back of your chest as your palms turn forward. Soften your face and close your eyes. Arrive here in this room on your mat and in your body for the next uh, 75 to 90 minutes practice. Root down through the soles of your feet. Push into the floor to grow taller along your spine. Lengthen along the back of your neck as the crown of your head reaches skyward. Direct your attention to your breathing. Breathe in and out through your nostrils. And begin Ujjayi Pranayama by pulling a gentle contraction in at the back of your throat. As you breathe, feel the cool air of the room circulating around and across your skin. Be present in this moment. Notice your body and notice your mind. Is the mind wandering, making up stories, trying to solve problems? Recognize that if it's happening. Accept it. And then invite yourself back into the present moment. Refocus on the sensations in your body, the experience of your breath. together without the uh, reference of your vision. And then exhale to draw your palms down through your heart center and arms back to your sides. Again, with your breath, inhale, circle the arms overhead, reaching tall. Exhale, draw through heart center and arms to your sides. Continue with your breath through a few rounds of this. Lengthening through the sides of the body as you inhale. Feel a rooting sensation pushing downward as you exhale. Mm -hmm. 
One more inhale, sweep your arms overhead. And with your exhale, bring your hands to your heart. Rest your thumbs against your sternum. And then once again, actively roll your shoulders onto the back of your chest as you feel your heart lift to your sternum, lift to your thumbs. We'll chant Om three times. Exhale your breath and inhale for Om. to the floor in front of you, knees gently bent so all the fingertips can be down. Release the weight of your head down and start to walk out your forward fold. So one knee bends as the opposite hip reaches out and up, shifting from side to side quickly or slowly, continuing to breathe deeply and consciously. Maybe finding a way to sync your movement with breath. Or notice any um, resistance to do that. And then bring your forward fold to stillness and we'll take ragdoll pose by bending the knees deeply, resting the torso on the thighs and allowing the upper body to hang down. Maybe you take opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps in this shape and you can shake the head yes and no to become aware of tension in the neck in order to encourage it to release. You may sway the arms from side to side, becoming more aware of tension lying in the shoulders, becoming aware of it and finding a way to let it go. So make the movements that feel appropriate for your body at this time, avoiding pain but seeking sensation in the low back, the shoulders, the neck, the outer hips, so take the awareness throughout the body and notice those places that might need more attention. Keep your, keep your mind there. Try to send prana with your breath to those areas. And then fingertips back to the floor. 
releasing and extending the crown of your head towards the floor. Begin to push your feet into the floor to lift your hips higher. As your legs lengthen, lift along the front sides of your legs as you extend along the back sides of your legs so that your kneecaps draw up towards your hips. You might begin to spiral your inner thighs subtly back and apart, getting a sense of broadening across the back side of your pelvis. Keep your legs and hips as they are. Bring your palms to your shins. Gaze between the toes as you straighten your arms. Spine long. Exhale and fold, releasing the head forward, bringing your fingertips back to the floor. Two more times with the breath. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, release down. Last time with the breath. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, flow forward. With the breath this time, sweep the arms out, up, and overhead. Reaching the palms, to fingertips to the sky, palms together, lengthen your tailbone down. Exhale, palms through, heart center, and arms to your sides. Inhale, sweeping up. Exhale, flow forward. Some half sun salutation A's. Inhale, lift halfway, spine long. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, rise with the breath. And exhale, palms come through, heart center and arms by your sides. Again, inhale, sweep up. And exhale, flow forward. Inhale, rise. Exhale, release. Inhale, come to stand, arms overhead. And exhale, palms through heart center and arms to your sides. If you'd like at this point, bring the base of the big toes to touch. Keep a little bit of space between the heels. Lift and spread the toes again to create a wide base with the feet. Root down. Lift the muscles of your legs as you tone your quadriceps. Lengthen your tailbone down. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Interlace your fingers and extend up through the heels of your hands. Lower ribs in and back, lift up out of the sides of your waistline, exhale, upper body shifts to the right, hips to the left, keep the chest and hips squared forward, inhale, move through center, and exhale to the left. Move with the breath, inhaling, always growing tall as you come through center, exhale as you move side to side. As you shift the upper body one way, ground strongly through the heel of the opposite foot. And as you breathe through this uh, pendulum shape, uh, notice that your pendulum may begin to be, swing wider as you open up the sides of the body. If you like, hold in one shape longer. So if one side of the body feels tighter, or you might like to spend a few breaths on each side of the body. Inhale back through center and interlace your fingers behind the base of your skull. Wind your elbows out to either side of the room, and I like to uh, cuff the base of my skull with my thumbs to encourage my neck to stay long. So I encourage you to do the same. Widen out through your elbows, hug your shoulder blades onto the back side of your chest, and look up. Feel your breath in your body and try to direct breath into your chest. So as you inhale, your chest expands and lifts. As you exhale, 
uh, continue to lift the chest as you roll the weight of the head back. Widen the, el the uh, elbows out to either side of the room. Excuse me. Push down through your feet. Lengthen through your tailbone. And don't be too concerned about the depth of this back bend, but continue to be aware of sensation in the body as you move into this shape. Lift through the back of the heart. Use the breath to expand the chest. And bring your head forward, bring your arms forward, and then arms by your sides once again. Inhale, sweep up, palms touch. Exhale and flow forward, bending the knees as you do so. Release the crown of the head down, and again, walk out your forward fold, this time with feet together. Now, you might bring the knees together and sit your hips down towards your heels for a little squat. Maybe do that two times before lifting back into your forward fold. Begin to walk your fingertips back to besides your feet. Lift your shoulders out of your ears. Press your feet down. Lift your kneecaps up. Lengthen consciously along the backs of your legs. And now once again, sit your hips to your heels and sit all the way down onto your bottom. <laughs> Take your feet hip width distance apart in front of you. Take your hands back behind your shoulders. We're going to come to a reverse table. Press your feet and hands down as you lift your hips and chest up. So look down the front line of your body at first. Try to lift your hips higher than your knees without splaying your knees apart. So inner thighs move down as hips lift. Wrap your shoulders onto the back of your heart as your heart lifts. And then look along the ceiling towards the back wall and you can release your head back. Ground through the inner feet and the inner edges of your hands. Lift through the heart. And then shin back to your chest. Hips come down. And let everyone get a strap. <laughs> Jason, you have one. Uh, and do you have a block too? Block? Strap and block, everyone. Uh, here we go. And we're going to just lie all the way down onto our backs. So uh, I went to Mimi's class, who was in the room here, uh, on Friday, and uh, it was a lovely class. Lovely. <laughs> so if you haven't been, uh, her classes are at Friday, 10 o'clock at Rubber Soul. Uh, after class, we were talking about, I said I said I was going to do a class without teaching down dog. So here it is. Let's see if I can do it. <laughs> Extend out through your legs, ground through your thighs, pull back through your toes as you lie on your back. Draw your right knee into your chest, loop the strap around your right foot, and extend your right leg straight. Okay, once your right leg is straight or straight-ish, as, as much as the back of your leg is going to allow, begin to lift your right leg to 90 degrees. So I suggest that the back of the head and shoulders stays on the mat, so as much slack as you need on your strap to achieve that, keep that. If you don't need the strap at all, you can grab the outside of the foot or the big toe, then practice that way. So practice from where you are, 
where your body is at today, not where you think it should be or where it has been in the past. Ground through the left thigh, reach out through the right heel, wide through the right outer hip, and maybe a little bit of time and breath has allowed you to bring the leg a little bit closer. So you can move into the poses always gradually, and the movement into the pose might not always be a deepening of uh, the outer expression of the shape. So you might have gone into the pose and realized that what you, the place where you went was unsustainable. So you might need to back off. So there's a little bit of, uh, of release of ego sometimes when we are practicing um, from a, you know, genuinely from our experience. Continue to breathe, keeping awareness along the back of your right leg. And then pass the strap into your right hand or the foot into your right hand. You may take your left arm out to the left or if the left thigh tends to lift up, you can use the left hand to consciously ground the left thigh as you wind your right leg out towards the right wall. So immediately you'll probably start to feel this extension along the inseam of the right leg. So you're extending from the right inner groin through the right inner heel. And as you extend the inseam of the leg, think about contracting the outside of the leg. So the right outer hip pulls in the right side of the tailbone. <laughs> Not that you uh, are probably actually isolating the right side of the tailbone, but uh, thinking about the right side of the outer hip to the tailbone wrapping towards the left heel. Ground the left thigh, stay broad across the pelvis, the ribs, the chest, back body stays grounded. Again, a little bit of time here might have caused some opening, so if you'd like, start to lift the heel higher. Now, right leg back to center. Switch the strap of the foot into the left hand, take the right arm straight out like a wing, and begin to stack the hips. So the right hip is going to lift on top of the left hip as you push the right shoulder back towards the floor. So that right shoulder is very likely to come up off the floor. One way that I've found to encourage it to go down is to push the left elbow down, lift the left shoulder up, and then revolve the right shoulder back towards the mat. Extend through the sole of your right foot, widen your right outer hip away from your face. Notice the abdomen, soften in the abdomen, soften in your face. Be present with the sensation of the pose. And again, consider that idea that where you've gone, you might have gone too far. So what does too far feel like? It feels like, uh, maybe it feels like pain. Maybe it feels like an overwhelming sensation that makes you hate yoga and never want to do this again. So, uh, <laughs> so you probably don't want to go there. So find that, find that in between, that place where you're not beyond your limits, but you are, uh, you're pushing them. You're finding the sensation that you can uh, stay with. Right leg back to center, and then bend the left knee, draw the right knee in and up towards the right armpit. So you're bending the right knee, 
Interlace your fingers around the right shin as you pull the knee in, up, and out slightly. So the knee is pulling towards the armpit. And then extend the left leg straight. So reach straight forward to the top of your mat or past the top of your mat with your left leg. Ground the heel. Ground the calf. Try to ground the back of your left thigh as you pull the right knee strongly in and up. And now keep the, uh, keep the thighs where they are. Bring your hands around your right foot and come into a half happy baby. So you're angling the sole of the right foot towards the ceiling, the shin perpendicular to the floor. Notice if you roll towards your right side. So ground through the left calf, ground the left thigh towards the floor. Push your right foot into your, right, into your interlaced fingers. And with your fingers, pull your knee down towards the floor. You'll feel a, a pressure at the front of the right hip. Keep your face soft. And bend the left knee. Foot to the floor. Flex your right foot and cross your right ankle over your left thigh. So you're doing the thread the needle or a figure four with the legs. Bring your left knee in towards your chest, interlacing your fingers either behind your left shin or if it's available in front of your left, uh, behind your left thigh or in front of your uh, left shin. Keep the foot flexed so the right ankle is straight and then widen the right knee away from the right shoulder as you draw the shin perpendicular or parallel, sorry, to your chest. So you can experiment with a couple of different things here, lengthening the low back along the floor, that's gonna bring the shin away from your chest, or you can uh, tuck the tailbone to bring the shin closer to your chest. So notice how that changes the sensation in the outer hip and the low back. Then from here, we're gonna hook the right elbow underneath the shin. We're gonna hook the uh, Heel of the right foot into the left elbow. Extend your left leg straight out in front as you peel your, uh, your head and shoulders up off of the floor. So draw your belly button in towards your spine. Extend out to your left leg. And then bring your right arm around the front of your right shin by bringing the uh, knee into the elbow. Keep your foot flexed. Widen the right outer hip away. Soften the edges of your mouth. Keep awareness in the right outer hip. And then bend the left knee back to the floor. Release the right foot to the back. Extend both legs out straight. And you might notice that your right leg is considerably longer than your left leg at this moment. So we got to do the left side. Ground through your left foot. Ground through your left heel, your left calf, your left thigh as you bring your left you're sorry, right leg grounds. Uh, bring the strap around the mounds of your left toes and then extend your left leg straight. Extend through the heel, pull back through your toes, widen your left outer hip. Once the leg is as straight as available, then begin to lift your heel towards 90 degrees. If 90 degrees is easily attained, begin to draw the leg past 90 degrees. This. Uh, beauty of keeping the doors open may be obstructed by lawnmowers at this point. 
Keep extending up through your heel. I don't know. I good question, but it bothers me. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's okay. It just bothers me generally how much lawnmower no noise there is in the same room. Widen your left outer hip away and see if you can't bring the left leg any closer to your chest, keeping the right thigh grounded. Switch the foot or the strap into the left hand. Right hand can ground the right thigh. And widen the left leg out to the left. Extend through the inseam of your left thigh, starting from the groin, moving through the thigh, the inside of the shin, inside of the calf, through the foot, contract the outer hip in towards the tailbone, and lengthen the tailbone towards the right heel. Now, of all the things that we do all the time, this is something that I feel like I should do every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> when I do it, when I do it on my own, and I go through the cycle, and then I'm like, I should just do that again. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so after a little bit of time and breath, you might. Bring your heel higher, or experiment with grabbing the outside of the foot. Now bring the left leg back through center. Switch the foot or the strap into the right hand as your left arm is out, extended out to the left. So stack your left hip on top of your right hip. And again, you can use my little trick of pushing your right elbow down, lifting your right shoulder up to revolve your left shoulder deeper towards the mat, and then releasing the chest down once again. Extend through your left foot. You can kind of press out through different parts of the foot to create different sensation along the leg and into the hip, maybe even into the lower spine. Notice tension in the face. And if there's tension in the face that you were unaware of, let go of it. Recognize and let it go. Bring the left leg back to center. Release the strap, bend the right uh, foot to the floor, square the hips, draw your left knee up towards your left armpit, so slightly out to the left. Interlace your fingers around your left shin, pull in and up, draw the heads of your arm bones, so the heads of the arm bones are uh, what I refer to as where the arm plugs into the shoulder socket. So draw the shoulder blades, heads of the arm bones back towards the floor as you squeeze the thigh in, and now begin to extend straight ahead through the right leg, towards or past the top of your mat, ground the heel, ground the calf, and press the thigh towards or to the floor. 
And from here, we're going to transition into our half happy baby. So simply uh, uh, <laughs> bring the left leg bent to a 90 degree angle, sole of the foot open towards the ceiling, interlace the fingers around the sole of your left foot, press your foot, foot into your hands, and then gently pull your knee down towards the floor. You'll feel a sensation compression at the front of your left hip. Notice if the right heel has popped up off the floor, try to extend it and bring it back down. Heel down, calf down, press the foot into the hands, pull the knee down towards the earth. Keep the back of the head grounded. Bend the right knee to the floor. Hook the left ankle over your right thigh, keeping the foot flexed. Widen the left knee away as you bring the right knee in towards the chest, interlacing your fingers behind your thigh or in front of your shin. You can use your left elbow to widen your left knee away as your shin comes parallel to your chest. And then again, experiment with lengthening the low spine so the shin moves further from the chest, tucking the spine so the shin moves closer to the chest. Hook your left elbow underneath your shin, right elbow around the, the heel of the left foot. Extend your right leg straight as you peel your head and shoulders up off the floor, and then take your left elbow around your left knee. Interlace your fingers or hold the outside of the shin. Wind your left knee away, keep the foot flexed. Pull the chest towards the shin, shin towards the chest. Extend through the big toe ball mount of the right foot, wrapping the right inner thigh towards the floor as you wind the left outer hip towards the foot. Soften the edges of your mouth, draw your belly button in towards your spine. Five, four, three, two, and one. Let it go. Lie on your back and hopefully your legs are a similar length at this point. Arms at your sides. Push your heels down, tuck your tailbone towards your heels to lengthen through your low back. Press your thighs towards the floor, tuck your shoulders gently underneath your chest so your heart is open towards the sky. Inhale, lift your legs to 90 degrees. And then exhale, begin to sweep your legs over your head, pushing your arms down. So you're rolling your spine. Feet might, toes might touch down over your head. Inhale, slowly lower your hips back down. Heels to 90 degrees. Exhale, lower your heels all the way to the floor slowly. Inhale, 90 degrees with the legs. Exhale, lift the hips, round the spine, press the hands down, toes touch. Inhale, hips slowly back down, heels to 90 degrees. Exhale, lower the heels all the way to the floor, keeping the legs straight. Inhale, lift the legs. Exhale, round the spine, push into the hands, toes touch overhead. Inhale, slowly lower the spine down, 
Exhale, heels to the floor. And continue this movement with your own breath. One more round. Round ends when the heels touch down. Okay. Send out through the legs. Just lie here for a moment. And then bend the knees. Feet parallel, reach towards the sky as you look up, and slowly peel your head, neck, shoulders off of the floor. Peel one vertebra at a time away from the earth. See if you can come up without grabbing the knees. If not, grab the knees to come up. Feet parallel, hands behind, turn the fingertips forward, look down the center line of your body, press your feet down, lift your hips up. Ground through the inner edges of your feet, ground through the inner edges of your hands, lengthen your tailbone, and lift your hips and chest higher. Now look along the ceiling towards the back wall, release the head back. Be here in reverse table, opening up the length of the front side of the body. And then bring your chin to your chest to lower your hips back down. Swing your legs back behind you and come to a tabletop position. Craving some cat-cows, I can't go a class without them, so let's do them. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift. And exhale, round your spine into that Halloween cat shape. Chin tucks to chest, tailbone towards the floor, press the floor with your hands. And inhale back to your cow shape. Continue to move with the pace of your own breath through these two shapes. Make any variations on these shapes that you'd like. Can I ask a question? Sure. Um, I've noticed that when you do this, you always have your knees a little bit wider than your hips. Maybe right below. Oh, I, I feel like today especially I put them wider than my hips. So, and why? Um, I don't feel like I always do, but maybe you have a better eye on it than me. I feel like I do right now because we just did so much um, low back and hip stuff that I'm probably moving more with uh, the intention of releasing my low back. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just making variations on what I know to be good alignment in a way that I feel like is not reckless. <laughs> And that desire to go to down dog, we're gonna uh, we're gonna eschew that desire and come to. <laughs> Is that the right word? <laughs> come to standing. We're gonna don't do it. <laughs> that's, that's how you should do it. We're gonna don't do it. <laughs> okay, bring the inner edges of the base of your big toes together. A little bit of space between your heels. Lift and spread your toes. Press your feet down. Sweep your arms overhead. And exhale, flow forward. Fingertips to the floor in front of you. Inhale to your uh, long spine, chest parallel to the floor. Exhale and sit down into your imaginary chair. Fingertips behind the heels. 
Sit the hips down so thighs are parallel to the floor and round your spine. Chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knees, belly button in towards the spine, tailbone tucks towards the heels, ankles and knees pull together. You said down dog, you didn't say chair. I said we were avoiding down dog. Oh, <laughs> Look forward, extend your arms forward. Reach your waistline back. Half chair pose. And then interlace your fingers behind your back. Roll your shoulders onto the back of your chest as you reach your knuckles towards the wall behind you. And then again, round your spine, chin to chest, forehead towards the knees. Keep the hips low. Sweep the arms overhead. Sit the hips low, weight in the heels, ankles and knees together for five, four, three, two, and one. Keep the arms as they are, straighten the legs, lift the hips, round through the feet, lift through your kneecaps, and then unlace the fingers, bring the palms or fingertips onto the floor. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine. Exhale, fold once again. Inhale, rise to stand, interlace your fingers over your head, turn your palms to the sky, root through your heels. Exhale, upper body to the right, hips to the left. Inhale through center, grow tall. Exhale, upper body to the left. Inhale through center. Exhale to the right. Inhale through center. Exhale to the left. Inhale through center, interlace your fingers behind your head, widen out through your elbows, cup the head with the, the thumbs, look up, lift into your chest, ground through the heels, lift the kneecaps up and release the weight of the head back. Breathe space and lightness into your chest. As you exhale, release the head back, ground the heels down. Soften the edges of your mouth as you breathe. And then bring your chest forward, head comes up last, release your arms to your sides. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, palms touching at the top. Exhale, flow forward, gentle bend to the knees. Inhale, palms to shins, halfway lift. Exhale as you fold. Inhale, rise. And listen, exhale, sweep your right arm underneath your left, eagle arch, wrap your forearms around one another. If you can bring your palms together, do. If not, grab your shoulders, pull your elbows down, lift your chest up as you take a seat in your bar stool. So a little bit higher chair than previously. Ground into your left foot, lift your right leg up over your left leg. Either point your toes back, use your toes on the floor like a bicycle kickstand, or wrap your right foot behind your left ankle. Likely, if you wrap the foot, then the knees are pointed towards the left wall. Draw them to face forward. Elbows down, chest lifts, upper body back. Sink your hips low, wrap arms and legs tightly. And then today we're going to nest our eagle by pulling our knees down towards the knee or the, pulling our elbows down towards the knee or thighs. Waistline back, hips low, tuck the chin to the chest. And then draw back the shoulders up and back. To unnest the eagle, unwrap the legs, sweep the arms overhead, look up, reach up, palms touch the top, exhale, left arm underneath your right, wrap the forearms, palms together, or grab shoulders, elbows draw down, chest continues to lift, sit down into your bar stool, weight shifts to the right leg as left leg lifts up and over. Either point the toes, bring the toes to the floor, or wrap the left foot behind the right ankle, 
Shift the knees this time towards the left, towards center. Elbows down, chest lifts, upper body back. Sit the hips low, weight in the standing foot heel. And then nest the eagle by rounding the spine. The eagle has landed. <laughs> Did you guys know it's the 50 year anniversary of the moon landing? I bet. Yes, oh, Jason. Jason yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. upper body back. Come back to your eagle. And then unwind. Sweep the arms overhead. And exhale, arms through center and by your sides. Take step into your left foot. Lift and spread your left toes. Create that wide base with the left foot. And then you bring your right heel to a hover. So hands on the hips, squaring the hips and chest forward. Just to establish a steady gaze and somewhat easeful balance. Trust in your body to make those little micro adjustments. Draw your right knee up and in towards your chest. Extend your right leg forward. So notice the tendency for the right hip to jut up. Wrap the right outer hip towards the floor. And then bend the knee back into the chest and extend the right leg straight back into warrior three. With the hands on the hips, you'll notice the right hips again, lifting up. Lift through the right inner thigh, wrap the right outer hip down. Press down through the left foot, lift into the left kneecap. Extend your arms back, out, or even forward. And then bring the hands back to the hips. Draw the right knee into the chest. Extend the right leg, heel forward. Wrap the right outer hip down. Five, four, three, two, and one. Right foot back to the floor, shake it out. Okay, right foot grounds. Left heel to a hover. Establish your balance. Establish a soft, steady gaze, maybe on the floor, maybe on the wall in front of you. Keep your hips squared as you bring your left knee into your chest. So again, left hips trying to come up, widen it back down. Extend your left leg forward. Swing your left leg back as you extend your chest forward, parallel to the floor. Ground through your right foot, lift into your right kneecap. With the awareness of the hands on the hips, notice if the left hip is trying to lift up. Wrap the right inner thigh, the left inner thigh towards the sky, left outer hip towards the floor. Arms back, arms out, or arms forward. So Soften the face. Oh, it's so hard Reach to keep that from not turning in, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yes. Very hard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hands to the hips. <laughs> knee to the chest. Lift the left leg, and then extend the heel forward. Wrap the left outer hip down. Lift the right kneecap up for five, four, three, two, and one. Release down. Shake it up. Okay, so uh, let's just do a uh, let's do a half moon pose from that little sequence. So if uh, if block is helpful for you in half moon, then bring it to the top of your mat. Um, okay, okay, from here, left foot grounds, right heel to a hover. Let's go kind of rapid fire through those steps. Right knee into the chest. Left leg forward, swing the, oh sorry, right leg forward, swing the right leg back, chest moves forward, hands on the hips, right outer hip wraps down, right inner thigh lifts, lift through the left hip, and then hand or, hand to the, left hand to the block or to the floor. So the distance between the heel and the wrist is going to mimic the distance from your hip to your armpit. So the left side of the body stays long as you, as you stack your right hip, your right shoulder, 
on top of your left side. So as Lynn uh, mentioned, it's hard to keep the left toes pointing forward, even more so here as you open the hips towards the right wall. Draw your right shoulder onto the back of your chest. Draw your left hip away from your left armpit. Revolve your left ribs towards the right wall. Stack your right ribs on top of your left ribs. If you'd like, sweep your right arm to the sky. If you'd like, take your gaze forward, take your gaze up beyond your right fingertips. Okay, hand back to the floor. Wrap your right outer hip down, lift through your right inner thigh, and simply let your right foot come back to the floor. So in this forward fold, you can uh, bend your knees one at a time, walk out your forward fold, and then come back up to standing. So we'll do that the second side. Right foot grounds, left heel to a hover. Reach down through your toe, your heel, pull back through your toes. And then bring your knee up to your chest, extend your left leg straight, and then send it back, warrior three. Notice the tendency for the left hip to lift up, wrap the inner thigh towards the sky, outer hip towards the floor, bring the right hand to the floor to a block. Again, this distance between your foot and hand is going to mimic the distance between your hip and your armpit. Sweep the left hip on top of your right hip as you ground through the inseam of your right leg. So this, can, uh, this shape can kind of be equated somewhat to the, uh, the shape we were in on our backs when the leg was extended out to one side. So feel that extension through the inseam of the right leg, contraction of the right outer hip up, lengthen through your left heel, possibly sweep your left arm to the sky, extend back through your tailbone, extend forward through the crown of your head, broaden across your chest, Extend out through all the limbs. When you are ready, wrap your left outer hip towards the floor, inner thigh towards the sky, come back through the L, and then hand to the floor, foot to the floor, and then do what you can to relieve that right leg. So maybe again, walking out your forward fold here. You guys are doing great. Palms to shins. Inhale, extend your spine. Exhale and fold. Inhale, rise with the breath. Arms overhead, palms touching at the top. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your side. Let's face the purple wall today. So turn 90 degrees on your mat to face the purple wall. Step your feet wide apart for a wide-legged forward fold. So, uh, as I always say, wide is relative in this shape. You start with uh, a wideness that you can achieve that is still, uh, a, a still um, sustainable. As you go deeper into this, your feet will actually move closer together. So, uh, from start with your outer feet parallel to the short ends of your mat, and then turn your toes in just slightly. Before I forget, give, get to your block <laughs> out in front of you. Block or, and or blocks. Lift into your kneecaps, lift into your thighs, lift into the front side of your hip points. Lengthen your tailbone down, draw your lower ribs in and back. <laughs> Interlace your fingers behind your back. Roll your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. As the shoulder blades come in, the heart lifts, lengthen your uh, knuckles towards the floor as you lift your gaze and chin skyward. Exhale, 
and come halfway forward so that your chin and chest are parallel to the floor. Ground through the outer edges of your feet, lift into the arches of your feet, press your thigh bones back as you extend your chest forward. And then fold all the way down so that the crown of your head is reaching towards or to the floor. Don't worry about the block just yet, we'll do this again. Ground through the outer edges of your feet, lift into your kneecaps, spiral your inner thighs back and apart, sweep your arms overhead, extend down through the crown of your head, and commune with the back side of your legs. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? How can you change the grounding in your feet to experience different parts of your legs? Continue to breathe, notice tension in your face. Why is it there? Is it necessary? Recognize it, accept it, and try to let it go. And then slowly drawing up through the sides of the waistline, lift your chin, come back up. And this time, hands to the hips, elbows point back, chin lifts, lift into the hip points, lengthen through the tailbone, and then exhale, hinge at the hips, bring chin and chest parallel to the floor, plant your wrists below your shoulders. <laughs> This time, walk the hands back as you extend the crown of your head towards or to the floor or onto a blanket or a block. Find a surface to ground into. So we will be doing an inversion practice today. This is my favorite headstand prep. So we uh, know how it feels to be on our feet. And I give this instruction of grounding into your feet. So there's an, there's an energetic uh, experience of pushing your feet into the floor. So I want you to get this energetic experience of pushing the crown of your head into the floor. How does that experience help you stabilize the neck? Help you lengthen your spine? So with this information of the head on the floor, pressing into it, you're able to get a better uh, connection with that feeling of extension. So you're extending not only along the backs of the legs, but along the spine as well. Push your, spiral your inner thighs back and apart. Really nice. So if you have achieved that head on the floor and you're finding some ease in that, that's the time to start to inch or millimeter your feet closer together. Shoulders up out of the ears, good, good, beautiful poses everyone. Lift into your kneecaps, see that, that, you know, there's a possibility of kind of pushing your knees back. Try to keep a soft, very soft, very subtle bend to your knees. You're not overextending the backs of your kneecaps or the backs of your uh, knees. Okay, let's walk the hands back out under the shoulders. Hands to the hips, elbows to the sky, draw up through the back body. And heel toe your feet back together. Okay, bend the knees a couple of times, shake out the hips. Okay, we'll go right to our headstand from there. Okay, so that's kind of um, a setup for the arm position was a direct setup for a tripod headstand. Uh, so, tripod headstand, not my personal favorite, but if you'd like to do a tripod headstand, uh, you may. Um, otherwise, you can go into 
Another headstand practice. Let me give you a couple of uh, variations for the headstand today that you might like to try. So uh, I'll just give you the usual spiel about uh, bringing your knuckles about six to eight inches from the wall, interlacing the fingers, placing your elbows shoulder width distance apart. When I do a headstand, I keep about uh, three inches between the heels of my hands as though I'm cupping a chicken egg between the heels of my hands. I'm coming into a forearm dog pose. So uh, forearms are pushing down, elbows are directly below my shoulders. I tuck my toes under, lift my hips up, look between my forearms as I walk my hips forward, or walk my feet forward, hips get higher. So I'm going to walk forward until my shoulders want to collapse uh, over my elbows. So I want to keep my shoulders over my elbows, release my head to the floor so the back of my head is cupped very slightly between the heels of my hands. Press my head down, walk my feet in, lift one leg up, and today I'm going to ask you to experiment with just lifting the leg, so moving the thigh of the lifted leg to the wall and then uh, gracefully or um, effortlessly letting the second leg uh, follow. So from there, if you want to come to your headstand, you can do a couple of scissoring the legs. So one foot comes down and then comes back to meet the other leg. The other foot comes down, comes back up to meet the leg. Or you can just stay uh, more still in your headstand if that's not interesting to you. So, uh, so yeah, definitely um, I've been pretty focused in on this uh, inner thigh, using the inner thigh to lift the leg. So that, uh, that cue applies here. So uh, if, as you're in your headstand, you'll notice that if you're not pressing, lifting the leg with your inner thigh, then the, the opposite leg is going to start to move a lot. So there's kind of this scissoring the inner thighs together. Good line. Second one better. Good. Push your head down. Lift your shoulders up. Good. Yeah. Nice, Jason. I can't move the other one. We'll try the other leg. It's, even if the leg doesn't float up, you're working towards that by just lifting one leg. So try to keep the shoulders and hips, uh, the hips over the shoulders. If that means the foot doesn't come all the way to the ground, that's, that's okay. So make it your goal to stay in alignment rather than your goal to get the foot all the way to the ground when you're bringing one leg down. So after you've experimented with that, if you'd like to spend a little bit of time just in your uh, headstand with the legs lifted, do that. Or if you're really feeling uh, like you want to challenge yourself today, you can try bringing both feet down at the same time and keeping your hips over your shoulders. When you do feel like you are com feel completed in this practice of headstand, I'll, as always, I encourage you to come to a child's pose. So um, this is my own variation. 
So I noticed that to uh, help this release of the upper back and the neck, uh, I, I was experimenting with bringing my knees onto a the block onto its lowest setting so that when I uh, fold over my legs, the back of my head can release more fully towards the floor. Or the shins. So you can experiment with that. So um, some version of child's pose in order to release the upper back and the neck. Likely the arms are extended back for, uh, for more uh, accessibility to the upper back, the shoulders rolling forward. In these counter poses, in these more re restorative poses, Always the opportunity to arrive, to come back, to remind yourself to be here. Sometimes we get caught up not in what uh, is happening outside the room, but what just happened. And especially with when we take on a new challenge, we can get caught up with uh, judgment and um, value, value judgment, uh, performance judgment. Notice if that's happening. Accept it. And then let it go. Come back to your breath. Come back to the experience of your body after having, uh, after having that experience. Please come onto your belly and into a sphinx pose. So extend back through your legs, place your elbows below your shoulders, forearms parallel to one another. So as you come into that shape, lift one leg at a time and try to lengthen along the front of your uh, thighs. Elbows are below the shoulders, below the armpits. And isometrically draw your elbows towards the back of your mat to pull your heart through, to broaden across your collarbones. Bring your left fingertips to your right elbow. Look over your right shoulder. Bend your right knee. Reach for the inside of your foot. So for whatever reason, I find this like the most difficult thing to convey through words. Uh, so take your right hand, make it like a backward C shape, and then take that C to the base of your, the inside of your big toe. So clamp your foot around, clamp your hand around your foot. Then pull your heel towards your outer hip as you look back. So that might be enough. If you have more mobility in the shoulder and the quads, you might start to turn the webbing between your thumb and index finger onto the top of your toes and then wrap your fingers around the tops of your toes as your knuckles point forward and your elbows points towards the ceiling. 
Okay. Turn your right ribs towards the top of your mat. Left ribs draw back to square your chest forward. This may be a lot in the shoulder or in the thigh. If, you, if it's not, then you can bring your left hand to the floor and prop your chest up, keeping the front of your hips grounded all the while. So left shoulder on the back, front of the pelvis grounds, lengthen through your tailbone, extend through your left heel, right shoulders pulled deeply onto the back of your chest. Good. Soften the edges of your mouth. I just noticed you guys took those chick, uh, <laughs> chick stickers. <laughs> okay. They came to us. Okay. No, I, I, they're just floating around the house. Okay, uh, release. Come back through your sphinx. Reach your toes back. Pull your elbows isometrically back. Collarbones broad, chest forward. Right fingertips towards the left elbow. Bend the left knee. Reach for the inside of the foot the same way. So this time it's a forward-facing C with your left hand. Clamp the inside of your foot as you pull your heel towards your outer hip, reaching the knee back. And if you have more mobility in the shoulder and the hip, start to turn the knuckles forward to wrap the fingers over the toes. Elbow towards the ceiling. Can you come over here and help? Push your heel down. Yeah. I can't get the hand thing right. Okay. I want you to maybe, but... <laughs> I want to go like this, but it's not like this. It's like, okay, grab inside the foot. You know, don't be retarded, right? Push. <laughs> Get that C on the foot. C. Push down. Turn the hand forward. Oh my gosh, it's totally different than what I was doing. Okay. Here's <laughs> there. Thumb grabs. There you go. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, oh grab the chest forward, prop your chest up if you oh my gosh, so have the space. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I I'm glad you asked because, yeah, like I said, I don't know why. It's like the most difficult thing to convey. I've been doing it wrong for like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, push the hand down, chest up, and then let it go. Left cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones, roll forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Either soft gaze at the edge of your own mat, or your eyes can be closed. Come back to your body, back to your breath. Chin on the mat, flex your feet, bend your knees, grab the outsides of your ankles, one at a time, or both at, the, both at a time. If it's one at a time, take note of which one you grab this time, get the other one on the second round. Shoulders on the back. Keep the feet flexed so they're open towards the ceiling. Ankles and knees stay hip width distance apart. So that likely means that you're drawing in a little bit with the inner thighs and inner ankles. Kick the ankles into the hands, lift the thighs up. Roll the shoulders back, draw the sides of your neck back. And just breathe with it here. So let the breath roll you forward and back. So as you inhale, you'll roll back towards your thighs. As you exhale, you'll roll forward onto your abdomen. Keep lifting through your inner thighs. Press your ankles into your arms so your arms are taut and your shoulders are being pulled deeply onto the back of your chest. And then let it go. Right cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward. Big toes touch, heels widen apart. Relax the weight of your head. Release any tension in your neck. Notice if it's easier, more useful to turn your head one way or the other. 
Chin back to the floor, flex your feet, bend your knees. Reach for the outsides of your ankles or the ankle you didn't get on the first side. Uh, Tongue your inner legs together, roll your shoulders back, lengthen through your tailbone. And then again, first kick your feet into your hands, lifting your thighs, and then lift your chest up. Roll your shoulders back, sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. This time, think about moving through your chest. So we're kind of focusing on breath in the abdomen. This time, focus on breath in your chest. Inhale, inflate the chest. Exhale, kick the feet into the hands. Maybe a little knees together a little bit. Good. And let it go. Left cheek to the floor. Shoulders roll forward. Big toes touch. Heels wind apart. And now extend your right arm straight out to the right. So you can uh, align your thumb with your gaze. And then turn your face to the left. Left fingertips onto the floor. And then roll onto your right hip. This is a shoulder opener. So there's many places to be on this journey into the shoulder. So you may have the hips stacked. You may bring the left foot behind the right thigh, so bend the left knee. Still one more, bend the right knee. Land the left hip on the floor. One left, go back, one more. Sweep the left arm over towards the right, to stack on top of the right arm, try to clasp your fingers in some manner. Wherever you land, be present with it, breathe into it, and try to release effort here. So let the, uh, let the shape of the body, let the pressure of the body into the floor create, create the opening here. So work, use your breath to work with that. Notice where you're holding tension. Recognize it, accept it, let it go. Breathe into it. Roll back onto your belly. Left arm out to the left. Line up your gaze with your left thumb. And then turn your gaze to the right. Bend your right elbow, fingertips to the floor. And then push your fingertips down to roll on to your right shoulder. Uh, your Sorry, left, hold, left shoulder, left hip. So maybe stack the hips or bend the right knee. Bring the foot behind the, bring the right foot behind the left thigh. If you want more still, left knee can bend, right hip goes deeper towards the floor. If you want more still, sweep your right arm over so the fingers can interlace or clasp in some way. I didn't mention on the first side, but the head might come to a blanket or some support if the neck is uncomfortable in this shape. So get comfortable and then get present. 
So I'm thinking about this in uh, kind of in terms of uh, if you've ever had a massage. Massages, you know, I think if you if you're getting a really good massage, it's not that you're just lying there. You're kind of um, staying with whatever the manipulation of your body is. So think about this in the same way. So uh, be present and receptive to the sensations being created purely by the shape of your body in this, in this pose. Okay, come back onto your belly, tuck your toes, send your hips all the way back to your heels, extend the arms forward. Sometimes you just have to break your own rules. We're going to do one downward dog. So push push the hands down and forward, shift your hips up and back. What does it feel like to do down dog so late in the game? So move in, move through your dog, move into your dog, and notice. Bend your knees to the mat and swing your legs forward. Now might be a good time to have a blanket or a bolster for your hips. Extend your legs forward into a staff pose. So the blanket or bolster is going to aid you if you're if you when you come, when you find yourself in a seated position with your legs straight ahead and your tailbone is really tucking forward and your pelvis is tilting back. Then you just sit on the edge of some height to tilt your pelvis more forward so you get the lift and length out of your lower spine. Ground through your thighs, reach through your heels, and bring your shoulders over your hips. So to create a tall spine, and I always love this pose, especially um, because uh, it really brings attention to how much effort is required in the abdomen to create a tall spine here. So shoulders over the wrist, or shoulders over the hips, and notice where is a good position for you to put your hands to support this length in your spine. This will all be dependent on the uh, rate, the ratio of your spine length to your arm length. So we're all going to look a little different here, as in every pose. Chin parallel to the floor, back of your neck long, chest broad. And from here, bring your right hand underneath your right knee, wide your right knee out to the right to bring your foot to the inside of your left thigh, or if it's available, traverse, traverse your groin with your right foot. So the uh, heels to the inside of the left thigh, the toes are to the inside of, sorry, heels to the inside of the right thigh, toes to the inside of the left thigh, and you'll angle your left leg out to the left a little bit for uh, head to knee pose or Janu Shirsasana. Okay. 
Ground through your left thigh, keep your hips grounded, and turn your chest over your left leg. Reach for the outside of the thigh, the calf, the ankle, or the foot with the right hand. Use the hand against the foot to revolve the right ribs towards the left leg. So you can push the hand into the foot, you can, widen the, uh, you can push the hand into the leg or foot, widen the leg or foot into the hand. Ground through the right hip, lengthen through your heart, and then drape the length of your spine over your left leg, pulling your left toes back towards your face. So I'm, I'm suggesting a rounding of the upper back. So um, if you extend the front of the, the torso over the leg and keep the chin reaching towards the toes, then your head or your chin might land even further than your knee. So get that extension and then tuck the chin to the chest, try to land the forehead on the knee. So these are all just suggestions, different way to explore this general shape. A new, as a new option, you can take the right hand now to the inside of the leg or foot and then clasp the outside of the leg or foot with the left hand. Bring the elbows down towards the floor, framing the left leg and pull the shoulders away from the ears. You can interlace the fingers around the sole of the left foot if that's available, pulling the left toes back towards the back of the head. Wrap the right outer hip down towards or to the floor. And whatever shape you found, notice what you're feeling in that shape. Turn your awareness into your body. Notice tension in your face. Where is it? Is it necessary? No, it's not necessary. Let it go. Okay. Pull your arms straight. Draw your chest forward. Lift your head up. A little back bend in the upper back before walking the hands back to the hips. Extend both legs forward once again for your staff pose. And you can't, listeners at home, you can't see this, but I'm moving the flesh of my uh, buttocks back and apart constantly. Okay, bring your left hand behind your left knee, wind your left knee out to the left. Bring your right foot, or your left foot to the inside of your right thigh or traversing the inner thighs. So you're making a generous angle with your thighs, keeping your hips grounded, angle your chest over your left leg. Right leg. Right leg, sorry. <laughs> left hand to the outside of the right leg, ankle or foot. Widen the hand and, and the hand and the foot into each other. So press the foot or leg into the hand, press the hand into the leg or foot. Revolve your left ribs over your right thigh. Extend your chest forward. Lengthen out through your left hip. Lengthen through your low back. So lengthen the low back, keeping the, back, the low back long. And then round in the upper back. So tucking the chin to the chest, maybe landing the forehead towards or to the knee. And again, don't get too caught up in the specific depth or expression uh, of the pose as it appears from the outside. 
So we're using, uh, I'm using alignment to help you get a deeper sense of what's going on inside, not because I'm gonna, uh, I want you to look a certain, not because it's important to look a certain way in the pose. Okay, maybe left hand to the inside, right hand to the outside, bend the elbows down, shoulders away from the ears. Maybe pull the toes back. Maybe the left heel even lifts off of the floor with the grounding of the right thigh. So right knee, sorry. Notice if your mind is here. Maybe you're thinking about something else that you like thinking about. You know, we always talk about thinking about things that we <laughs> that make us uh, anxious or uh, that we're worried about, but sometimes you actually are thinking about pleasant things. Either way, come back to this. Come back to your body in this experience. Let yourself uh, go from that feeling of urgency, whatever your thoughts are. then pull your elbows straight as you curl your heart and gaze upward. Walk your hands back towards your hips and extend your legs forward once again. Maybe move the flesh of your buttocks and upper thighs back and apart to get that deeper connection between your sits bones and the floor. Roll your shoulders back, lift your heart up, and then drape the length of your torso over your legs as you extend your arms forward grabbing the outside edges of your feet, your mat, your shins, your ankles, whatever it is as you fold over your legs, Paschimottanasana. If you'd like, it, it's, if it's available, grab the outside edges of your feet, pull the toes back, extend the heels forward, maybe even the heels lift up off of the floor, you can interlace your fingers around your feet. You can even use a block around your feet and interlace or grab the block. So many options here. Extend the crown of your head towards the sole of your foot, or you can even keep looking towards your toes. Many ways to practice these different poses. So maybe um, you're loyal to one expression of the sh of the um, what a posture is. Maybe you experiment with different ways to practice. One way suiting you better one day. Shoulders away from the ears, thighs ground, heels reach, toes pull back. Wherever you are, be present. Again, notice tension in your face. Let it go. Take three more slow, deep breaths in whatever expression you're in. 
Once completing your third round of breath, grab the outsides of your legs or feet, pull your chest forward, look up, curl the back of your heart skyward, and then walk your hands back towards your hips and bend your knees, move any padding to lie on your back. Take your knee, take your feet as wide as your mat and windshield wiper your legs, your knees side to side, maybe extending your arms straight out like wings. And then bring your knees back through center. Feet together, cross your right leg over your left leg, draw your knees into your chest, flex the, your feet, and either grab the outs, grab the knees, grab the outsides of the shin with either hand, or grab the outsides of the foot with uh, opposite hands. Pull the heels towards the hips as you squeeze the knees towards the chest, keeping the back of the head and shoulders grounding. Keep the feet flexed. And then switch. Feet back to the floor. Cross your left leg over your right. Draw the knees into the chest. Flex your feet. Either grab the knees, outsides of the shins, or outsides of the feet. Hug the knees in. Keep the back of the head, shoulders grounded. Let go of the feet, uncross the legs, um, bring the heels into the hips, lift the hips up, little baby bridge pose, extending through the knees and the tailbone, wrapping the inner thighs down, and then releasing the hips down, making any final subtle movements that you'd like before making your way to lie on your back for Savasana. When you find your way into your pose, lift your legs one at a time, extend through the soles of your feet, ground your heels down, extend through your lower spine. So really get your legs long, your lower spine lengthening before releasing the weight of your feet, your ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs, settle into your glutes, Start to release tension from your abdomen. Settle your inner organs down. Then turn your palms to face up and gently tuck your shoulder blades underneath your chest so your collarbones are once again broad. And then extend down and out through your fingertips. Lift your head, lengthen along the back of your neck, and then release the weight of your head down. I find it most comfortable to bring my head onto just a little bit of a padding, so a folded blanket to keep the neck long. So find, find your comfortable shape here. Unfurl the fingers, feel the cool air of the room across your empty palms. 
Relax your wrists, forearms, elbows, upper arms. Feel the shoulder blades settle into the earth like two large, smooth rocks into sand. Soften your throat, relax your neck. Settle your brain and feel the weight of your skull against the floor. Once again, notice tension in your face, so this may be any form of expression. Soften that tension, open up your face so that the forehead becomes broad, cheeks are slack, edges of your mouth broaden.
expand ripples of movement, awareness back down through your lens into the extremities of your fingers and toes. <clears throat> Start to make bigger movements, maybe circling the wrists and ankles, rocking the arms from side to side or the head from side to side. Bend your knees one at a time. Shift your hips to the left as you fold your knees to the right and roll onto your right side. <laughs> Keep your eyes closed, transitioning from your corpse pose into this fetal shape. And then slowly press your way up to a seated position. Perhaps crossing your legs as you ground through the legs and hips and once again grow tall through your spine. Bring your palms together in front of your heart. With your thumbs placed gently at your sternum, feel the swell and ebb of your breath. Can you sense the maybe more subtle, subtle beat of your own heart? We'll chant OM one single time to close today's practice. Exhale and inhale for OM. Thank you all for your presence, your patience, and your hard work. Namaste. 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 Thank you, Meg.